This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast. Today I've arrived at very sunny Drem and uh, I'm here at the station with my bike having come down on the ScotRail train. doesn't take very long and I've met Ian Monk. Ian, you're a campaigner. What are you campaigning for? Well, first of all, welcome to East Lothian, Phyllis. Lovely to see you. What are we campaigning for? We're campaigning for um, a safe route, uh, a cycle and walking route uh, between the villages of Drem, here, where we are today, and Gullen, one of the coastal villages, which is about three and a half to four miles away. So, um, yeah, we just um, we want to get a safe route for um, the community to travel safely between the villages and for the villages to be connected. And that's for walking and cycling. It's not just not just uh, uh, only cycling, is it? It's not just cycling. It's uh, walking, uh, cycling, runners. Um, it's for everybody. It's for everybody in the community. So we're going to get on our bikes. I have an advantage over you that I have an e-bike, but I'm told it's pretty flat. It is pretty flat. That's the advantage. It's a, it's great. So uh, yeah, we're going to get on our bike. We're going to head to Gullen and I'll show you the, the proposed route. But at the moment, we're going to have to cycle on some of the roadway. And of course, here in East Lothian, lots of people live here. There's quite a lot of traffic, I understand. And this this uh, is, we're still in working from home mode, but even so, I guess this car park is what? Two thirds full, something like that? Yeah, it's two thirds full. Uh, it's quite to. at the moment, but um, uh, it's normally, um, choked with traffic. That was before COVID. Um, you'll see we're now starting the route at Dren village. It's a small village. And we just come out here. There's plenty of cycle parking here too, of course, for people who maybe cycle to Dren and then yeah, go and, off on the train. And but we just come, come across the road. This is kind of a main, this is the main road, isn't it? We're quite yeah, near. Now, we're on the main road now and um, we're quite near the National Museum of Flight as well. It's not far away, yeah. This is um, this is the main road and uh, the, the this traffic... This is a B road, I guess, isn't it? It's a B road, yeah, but the traffic here has increased dramatically over the years because uh, there's been a lot of house building in, in, in the area, uh, in the coastal villages, uh, in Gullen and in, in North Berwick. So a lot of traffic comes through this village uh, at speed. So that's been a bone of contention for uh, for villagers, and as you can see, yeah. that was it. That was something that looks a little like a combine harvester coming the other way. But yeah, it's a lot of farm traffic. <laughs> but then the, this is farming country. This is farming country. Uh, it's beautiful, um, and the whole point of the campaign, um, the whole point of the path, is to attract people to the to the area. Um, so, so we're cycling, I think, I feel as if I'm cycling due north at the moment. Yeah, we are. We're cycling due north. And is this kind of the route of uh, the proposed path? Yeah, the route will, uh, the path will, the hedge to your left, the path would be um, behind that hedge, traveling, traveling along the side of the road. Um, for about a, a quarter of a mile and then it would come off the this main busy road uh -huh. and link up to other routes yeah. um, to Gullen. Yeah. 
and and it's I'm sorry, you probably told me it's about three or three or four miles from yeah, it's about, to Gallen. Yeah. It's about three and a half to four miles. Uh-huh. And um, th- this is the most dangerous part of the route. This uh, is a big, well, a big bend here. There's a big bend here. Traffic comes round, flying round the corner here. You've really got to have your uh, wits about you, um, yeah. especially especially if you're travelling here. Maybe if you're travelling in the winter time, it's dark, yeah. it's raining. Yeah. You can just picture it. So again, the path behind that behind that hedge. We're being overtaken at We're being overtaken speed. at speed. This is a regular occurrence. Yeah. Um, you would not want to have... We've got another one. Oh my goodness. You that would was, not uh, want to have... Um, to be cycling here with with right. uh, your children. No, it's, not uh, really. This is not, a, this is not a safe route. It's very... It's not safe at all. Yeah. So uh, that's about seven cars and we're at nine o'clock on a yeah, Thursday morning. Yeah, this is quiet. Yeah. So uh, the path, we're now coming up to our lay-by. Yep. Uh, the path would come behind the, the hedge through the lay-by here and this through this uh, wooded area. Okay. And um, we can... So, so the, 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 the route of the path is presumably going to go on somebody's land. Yes. That's a local farmer's land. Yeah, uh, the landowner is, um, is happy to uh, give up that stretch of land uh-huh. um, and that would be East Lothian Council would have to do a compulsory purchase order well I don't think so I think it's um, I don't think they would have to um, purchase purchase the land but uh, I think they'll they'll just reach an agreement with the landowner to uh, to free up the land okay uh, but but the, the the nuts and bolts have still to be determined uh-huh. um, the main so, thing is uh, getting it uh, agreed by the council. Where are, where are we at right now? We've got um, a big proposal here to put this cycle lane in. And of course, um, this campaign has been ongoing for about 16 years, I understand. Yes, it um, has. So where, where are we at right now? Why doesn't somebody just start building it? Well. Uh, as you say, the campaign uh, started. We're coming off on the left here, yeah, by the way. Tur- we're turning off to Dreamfield, and we're just going to. I think we'll just pull off here in this perimeter road, and we can continue our chat because I want okay. to. It's important to explain the. Sure. This. So, gosh, what a beautiful view of a wonderful cornfield here that somebody has planted in yeah. fabulously symmetrical rows. I always admire that. Th- that's that's the. Um, that's the beauty of this of, of this route. It'll take you through some amazing countryside, East Lothian countryside. But just to go back to your point, so campaigns for me about 16 years now. Um, there's overwhelming community support um, from residents and also from the business community because businesses see this as um, being a, a boost for them, attracting more people to uh, to East Lothian, to the coastal villages. But uh, where we are at the moment is that the the council uh, last year, in September of last year, 
um, teamed up with Sustrans, Sustrans Scotland to um, revisit the plans for the path. And uh, towards the end of last year, the council submitted an application to Sustrans to carry out a feasibility study on one section, the first section of the path, which is at Drem. Um, so we're awaiting Sustrans, um, whether or not they're going to um, finance that uh, consultancy work. And that consultancy work was going to cost around about £15,000. £15,000 is the application. Um, uh, so we're very, very confident that Sustrans will um, will agree to that, will agree to that uh, submission from the, from the council. But the main issue we have now is that the council seem to be um, saying that even if Sustrans award the money, it's going to take years to uh, actually see uh, the diggers moving in and um, the path being constructed. And we were absolutely shocked when uh, the council actually told us that recently. Um, Why do because... you think it's going to take so long? What's their main... Um, reason for the you know, apparent delay? Well, I think their main reason is that they say that these types of things take a long time to to uh, to get done. But our argument is that it flies in the face of what the council have been saying about the climate emergency, that urgent action is required, that we need more active travel infrastructure. Well, if that's the case, why not just build it and and uh, get moving on it yeah. that's what people in the area want that's what our MSPs who support the campaign want they've been very vocal for the last election they were very clear that uh, again they use this term urgent action yeah. urgent action to us is not years of sitting on their hands and uh, doing nothing so our message to the council is very clear yeah. you need to um, you need to take your climate change obligations very, very seriously and get moving on this path because that's what the community wants. They don't want, don't want East Lothian Council to be left sitting on their hands. We, we have the COP26 uh, conference, climate change conference, coming to Scotland in November. It would be hugely embarrassing uh, for East Lothian if um, by then, there, ha there was no firm decision on the construction of this path. Yeah, well, I suppose that depends on where, what your point of view is. And but I suppose the council always say that these things take time, don't they? I suppose that's part of, uh, it's not a reason for the delay, but these things do take time because you need all these traffic regulation orders and things like that. I'm presuming they would need to put some of that in place even just for the path, would they? Well, yes, they would, but that, I'm, a, I'm afraid that that, uh, because we have we do have a climate emergency, those those arguments are simply, those old arguments are simply not acceptable or good enough anymore. Um, you can't on one hand uh, publicly declare a climate emergency and um, say that you want urgent action. And on the other hand, you say, oh, by the way, it's going to take at least five years for us to get our act together on this. Yeah. That's just not acceptable anymore. I mean, these tired old arguments have to be consigned um, to the dustbin, really. These are, we, we need 
ambition and we need somebody in the council to take this by the scruff of the neck and say we're going to get this done. I suppose uh, East Lothian Council in common with others will there's an election next year so do you think any of the the politic or the political game do you think that will help your cause in any way? Well I think there's um, I think um, councillors will be under pressure to explain to people why it's taking so long. Why, uh, why is it the policy of East Lothian Council to drag this out? That's the simple question. People want a safe link between these villages. Why aren't you getting that done? So to come back to where we are, we are at the junction with um, Fenton, Steading and Drem Airfield off this little B road that we were on from the station and this uh, there's a beautiful tarmac road here. Um, so, so where would the path come here? Okay, so um, you see the forested area in the in the distance. Earlier on I mentioned the 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 um, lay-by which is behind there so the the path would come through the forested area and come along this perimeter road that we're looking at here. Okay that runs parallel to the B road. That runs parallel to the B road um, and then that would link up as you said to this tarmac road which is um, a quiet road. Yeah. Um, it uh, mainly has uh, traffic that leads to a, a, a business park but it's, it's a quiet road and... and uh, yeah, we'd be away from all the, the HCVs on this B road. Away from this very busy uh, yeah. road with uh, heavy traffic. Mm -hmm. And uh, that would uh, take us on to Gullen. Okay, so, so now we're kind of going west here. Mind that car coming in here. This is, this is a reasonably busy road, but it's kind of local traffic, I suppose. Yeah, it's local traffic. It's gorgeous it's, place to live, of course. Yes, it is. And um, we have the police. Yes, yeah. keeping an eye on you here, <laughs> Ian, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely place. And um, this area is incredibly popular with visitors. A lot of people come from the city. Um, and, uh, well, we, we want to exploit that. We want to um, yeah, see people economy. getting off at them, families cyclists, walkers coming off and uh, heading towards the coastal villages and spending their money and boosting it, the local economy, which is a very important part of all of this. And, and as a cyclist, of course, this is quite flat, this area. It's great, it's, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm tempted to turn the electrics right off, actually, here. I think I should, just to, to make put me on a level playing field with you. Well... <laughs> but, uh, it, it's uh, it is flat and it's uh, and that's why it's so popular because yeah. it's it's easy and cycling should be easy uh, and enjoyable. <laughs> and of course, there's quite a lot of businesses who have their place of business out in the countryside. Here yeah, there's passing. one. There's a bike outside that yeah. door. Clockhouse Furniture. They're presumably making furniture, and they, yeah. their workers have to come from somewhere. So I suppose it would make it easier if. Some of them at least could come on a bike. Absolutely, and there's a, a major mushroom uh, factory over on the right here, and um, there's various other businesses, as you can see. And uh, yeah, just giving them that option. Uh -huh. 
of uh, cycling <laughs> or travel. walking. Yeah. Yeah, active travel. I mean, it's too far, I think, for any, well, certainly too far for me to say cycle um, every day from Edinburgh to here, but it was a very easy hop on the train uh, to come down and they have a special carriage where you can uh, take your bike. And I'm sure if there was demand, they'd put some more on. Well, we're actually very keen to um, build relationships with Scotrail because um, they have an interest in this path as well because they obviously have a, a position where they want connections to their railway stations. And um, from the early discussions we've had with them, they've been very supportive of what we're what we're doing. So we want to build on that. So to Morning. go back to kind of where we're where we're at right now, or where you are at right now, um, the proposal is slightly dependent on £15,000 of funding from Sustrans for the feasibility study. Um, and then, is there a need at that point for um, any you know, traffic regulation things, or there's not, no need really for any of that at all, or planning, or well, obstacles? Um, well, I'm not quite sure. We know that um, the plans would be put together it would then be up to the local authority. The ball would be in the council's court. Do they want to go ahead? Do they want to uh, build, start building the path? Do they want to apply to Sustrans for more funding? On you go. Thank you. Um, it's really, these are questions that only the council can, can answer. We know what we want. We just want to see the, and the, the shovels hitting the ground. So to go back to the council, the council, do you think the council want this to happen, or um, I mean, do you think the the, well, the mood is for it, or is the mood against it in some way? Well, it's actually a bit confused and chaotic to say, to, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, publicly they'll say they're very supportive, but their actual actions, we're just going to go through this, along this road. Okay, Phyllis, been... this is an old uh, B road, uh -huh. but this would be... <laughs> this has got grass on it. <laughs> yeah, it does, yes, and this, this would have to be uh, upgraded, but it's yeah. not as if you have to completely, re you know, build a new no, road. No, there's, there's some tarmac underneath here. Yeah, I mean, it's already there, so it's, yeah. it, it's uh, upgrading it. So on my right, I'm seeing Berwick Law. Yes, North Berwick and, Law. And... Um, uh, in the distance and of course this path once constructed would lead to um, existing routes that would take you all the way to North Berwick completely off-road so that's the other advantage it's not just about this um, route to to Gullin it's 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 more than that it's extending it it's it's getting people to go further if they wish yeah it's to make it part of a joined up um, sort of cycle network then yeah, at that absolutely. case or walking network and this is beautiful that pathway so, came through high hedgerows where all you hear is the birds here Gosh. i know it's amazing i think so, we'll have to move to the country and... <laughs> yeah very welcome well this is uh, we're now in the small hamlet called west fenton okay which is about a mile from um it's about a mile from uh, gullen okay and now we've come to another b road and we're going yeah. to take a left here we're going to take a left okay and there are proposals now 
there are proposals to build a path um, from West Fenton to Gullen. Okay. So that's a privately financed path by Kala Homes, um, who are building houses near Gullen. So they've um, they've put together plans to a uh, construct a path from so their developments all the way down to West Fenton. So this is a separate path, but it would eventually join up yes. with your path. Yes, path. absolutely. Okay. Um, and it's received plan permission, and uh, once the um, latest development uh, starts um, at some stage during that process they would construct the path and again that would be a completely off-road all the way connecting this village to this small village to, to Gullen. And it wouldn't duplicate any of the route that you guys are campaigning no. for? No. No. Um, it, it, it's, um, it would it would link to what we would, uh, what we're proposing. It's okay. a natural link. Yeah. And and Kala have been very, very supportive. They're very supportive of the wider campaign. Uh -huh. um, of course, there's a sign for a horse. I guess you have horses down here too. We have many horses down here. Field. Lots of horses on the left there at the old Drem yeah. airfield. Yeah. So. Uh, lots of farm traffic as well, as you can see this. Uh, Are we going right so or left? We're going here? right here. Okay. So, horses. Yep. And so we'll, we'll, we'll stop up, up, up on the left here and I can explain a wee bit about the, the route from here to Gullen. And there's uh, some self-catering cottages in on the right here at West Benton yes. with the beautiful East Lothian red pantel roof, how gorgeous. And this, yes. And today we have to say this is, is this not St. Swithin's Day? So for, and it's a beautiful sunny day. So I think today we should get 40 days of sun. I do apparently. hope so. We've had some very good weather here recently. Yeah. So the path is going to come behind that hedge to our left. Okay. So again, uh, we're on a wee B road here between high yes. hedgerows. And uh, so if it was behind there, you'd be quite shielded from the shielded, traffic and everything. Very safe. Uh -huh. And we'll, um, we'll pull up. Even walking on this road here would be quite tricky. Yes. Because uh, you've yes. got lots of blind corners. Well, uh, yes. It's not I mean, impossible, but, but tricky. Um, a few years ago, very quiet road, but now getting busier because Houses have been built. Yeah. Houses have been built, and you know, more cars on the road. Yeah. Um, we'll just pull up here at this gate and okay. have a chat. Can we walk Go over back. to this um, yep. to the, the back? I'll be fine there to yep. the Mill Burn, which travels underneath the. This is the Mill Burn um, okay. that travels here. There's going to be a bridge coming over this. This, this is the Milburn is, oh, I don't know, 25 feet below us here. Yeah. We're standing on a bridge now. We're standing on a bridge, a small it's, bridge. Uh, it's a it's, beautiful stone bridge. Yep. One of those gorgeous constructions that's been here for hundreds of years. It's been and here for a long time. So, so, you, so you'd put a, a, a walkway over yeah, the, the Milburn. As part of the uh, the plans that Kala have for their path, that'll okay. come down and it'll come over a, a bridge that they're going to construct along okay. here. 
and, and down to West, West Fenton uh, yeah. behind the the hedgerow that you that we passed earlier. Okay. Um, and that'll be for walkers. That'll be for uh, cyclists. Uh, it'll be about a mile in length. But you can see, Phyllis, this is beautiful. Oh, how beautiful it is around here. And it is. It is. The um, birds and it's yeah. just. And you've got lots. I've noticed some beautiful poppies back there. We've got some. A gorgeous thistles. Are thistles a weed? I don't I never know if they're a weed, but they're they're quite beautiful. They are beautiful. You see them in the hedge over here. They are beautiful, yeah. and um, this um, this area here and, and the area to our right, this was uh -huh. planted around about the millennium uh, by the Woodland Trust and, and local community groups. Right. Um, and you'll see this. We've got this beautiful um, woodland here. The, the the path will come through here. So, so we're back at our gate where we stopped, and this I can see now. We've got a a, um, a marker, a, a marker. Post. Yes, it's a post for a woodland trust. I'm sure I can probably home in on this and get it. Yeah. So this is also part of of uh, the reason for having a path, is to is for people to be able to stop and enjoy. Yeah, um, you couldn't stop in a car here because you would create a complete block in the no, road really no um, but if but you're if, walking um yeah. one of the things we'd like to see here is maybe a bench or, a, or some sure. seats where people can sit yeah. and enjoy and just have a have a have a picnic have a picnic have a all, rest we're all going to live our lives a lot more outside aren't we in the years to come uh, well that's part of um this post-pandemic thing is it not yeah it would be a lovely option to have to get outside fresh air yeah so We'll continue now, just up to the village, up to Gullen. Okay. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm almost regretting that we're getting to the end of this. It's so beautiful here this morning. It is. But um, I'm going to take somewhere where you can have a cup of tea and some lovely cake. Oh, that'll so do. that's uh, an incentive. <laughs> that's my that's my that's my, my treat. Wonderful. And I can see that's the old um, fire training centre, isn't it, in, yes. in Gullen up there on the main street. So uh, we really are now again heading due north. Yes, and, and that uh, was um, and that was the uh, old Marine Hotel when Gullen had its own railway station, yeah. and um, it's now um, been converted into flats, part yeah. of the one of the Cala developments. Yep. Uh, but you know we're attracting. People to the village, yep. families, people moving to, to East Lothian. So, and they're all very welcome. But of course, when um, you have house building, you have a lot of traffic on the road. So that's yep. another reason to have alternatives for people so they can maybe leave their cars at home and get on their bikes or, or walk. Yep. And you'll see up on the left, there's um, construction has started on the latest development. Uh -huh. um, it's just clinging on by its fingernails to the edge of the village here. Yeah, and it has met with uh, got a bit of uh, opposition to it locally. Uh -huh. um, obviously, it's uh, it must be green belt, I suppose. Well, I'm not sure, uh, but it's a really divided opinion uh, mm. locally. Um, Who's building these houses? The ones on the left are Kala. Okay. And the path will come behind that hedge. So anybody buying a house in there would hopefully then have a 
Well, absolutely. Walking recycle route up absolutely. to Durham Station. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of it, is to give people um, that option, that alternative, and and to really push active travel. This is what this is what the whole thing is about. Yeah. We're just coming into the village now, the outskirts of the village. This is the first hill I think I've encountered. <laughs> well, you've got an electric bike. <laughs> I know, but I do turn it off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's always my excuse. Um, but, um, and we have another building site here. Yeah, so this one's on the right-hand side. It's another Calad development. That's This one's coming to nearly completed. Yep. And the first stage of their path is on the left here, Phyllis, so you can go on. All right. They've actually constructed it. Okay. And as you can see... This part here. Yeah. So this is just like a pavement. Morning. Well, it's it's um, it's is it a, a shared. It's a shared path. Okay. And and uh, as you can see, there are people in the distance there. Yep. Children on bikes. But the main thing is that they're off the road. Absolutely. And they're safe. Yeah. So. We'll uh, just pull up here on the left at this entrance here to your left. Yep. And is this. Uh, these houses on the left, these are also the Kala houses? No. No, this is different. These, these have been here for many, many years. All right, okay. Um, these houses, but these are the, the new ones. Now, I've just seen, uh, Ian, there's another um, reason that, you know, or a way that people can get here. The East Coast buses also come yeah, down here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to, and they East go to North Berwick, don't they? Yes, there's a, there's a very good um, uh, service that East Coast buses run. I think it's uh, in the last year uh, it hasn't run to to full capacity because of the yeah. restrictions. But um, before that, it was an excellent service connecting the city to to Gullen, the coastal villages, and on to to North Berwick. And of course, uh, East Lothian has 20 mile an hour limits too, and it's in common with what we have in Edinburgh. So. Do you think people adhere to those in the main? Um, or you wouldn't like to comment? That's another issue here in this village in that um, a lot of people are not adhering to that. Uh, but this is this is a problem that we've had in Gullen for, for many years, mm -hmm. um, speeding traffic through the village. So that, that's another issue. I mean, there is an issue about traffic mm -hmm. around the village and traffic that's too fast so we want to create an environment that's safe for people. Although it would be difficult to speed through the main street in Gullen because uh, there's oh goodness me I've been <laughs> almost attacked by a huge dog, <laughs> small dog. Um, in, the, in the main street in Gullen the, the people can't really go all that fast because there's it's quite narrow surely or is that uh, different times of day you can? You'd be surprised. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, 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 it's a it's an issue for for people locally, um, but um, you know we, we're we're doing our bit uh, as a community, as a campaign to yep. to try and things to it's just to improve the place, to improve the place to have a an asset that people can be yep. uh, can use and be proud of. How um, did you first get involved in this campaign? Uh, I got involved 2007, just after I'd moved to, to Gullen. 
uh, and there have been many, many people who have been involved. We're, we're a small group uh, who, who kind of drive it, but like I said, we've got huge support in the village, and people will show their support by, you know, attending. We've had public meetings, we've had a community walk. We're also planning to have another community walk maybe next month uh, that would walk part of the route um, after restrictions are after restrictions are, are removed um, but yeah you know we're, we're, we're trying to do our best and we're trying to um, uh, we're trying to to get this uh, path delivered we just need the council to to help us just to do it yep. and that we've just been passed by a couple of young children and well certainly younger than 16 on bikes on their own just yeah, if they go around and about the houses but, here. But but they're and, uh, but they're safe. They're they're cycling on this yeah. on this path, and they're and they're safe. So that's why they're they're out. Yeah. Yeah. There are other there are other routes within the the new development, and and this new further development will have uh, will have more routes as well for for bikes. So. Do you want to go and get some cake? I think that would be an excellent plan. And I some think tea. It really would be. I think. Uh, I think it must be time. So back on the bike. Back on the bike. Okay, and we're going to go through this housing development. Yeah, we're just going to. Through here. We're going to head up to the centre of the village. Yeah. I think it's a given that most people living here must have a car or access to a car, do you think? Is there any study um, on that? I, th uh, I, I mean, I don't know about any studies, but, I, you know, I, I, most people will have, I would have thought, will have access to a car or... Uh -huh. um, and our campaign is not anti-car we just want to give people alternatives we sure. want to get them to think about get walking and cycling. you know getting walking and cycling getting and out I suppose the other thing is you must have quite a, an older population here too so with that you have people in wheelchairs and motorized chairs and whatever and yeah I suppose they're the wheeling part of yes and the the, there's a mix. there's another issue here which is about we're going to go left here. There's another issue here about the health and well-being of the, the community because as we found over the last year with COVID, a lot of people have suffered from feeling of isolation. Yep. You know, people working from home, you know, having to, to stay at home. And if you're, uh, for, for the elderly members of our community, that's been particularly difficult especially if they perhaps don't have you know uh, family nearby uh -huh. so and even then they couldn't really have the family coming to take them out anywhere yes I suppose. but but the uh, the point is that with a path um, people will be feel much safer Yep. If they don't have to walk along a busy road, um, and it'll encourage more people to to come out. Uh 
Jackson. Now we're coming to one of those signs, cyclist dismount. Is that? I don't is that like a necessity? that. Uh, well, <laughs> a, um, we're going to ignore it. I think we'll we'll try and we'll try and uh, get away with it. <laughs> well, there's nobody else on this path. Which and it's pretty wide. Uh -huh. And uh, as long as we're path. courteous and so um, we're getting to the towards the centre of the village now. Uh -huh. And we've got our uh, GP surgery on the right, uh -huh. which was built only a few years ago. Yeah, it's quite new, isn't it? Oh. And uh, we tennis have courts. our tennis courts, which are local tennis club, uh -huh. which is um, very it well. It goes with being a seaside town, doesn't it? Having all these it does. amenities. Um, but it's um, nice place to live and nice place perhaps to retire to as well. Our community hall is on the right there. Uh -huh. Our village hall. Lots of solar panels. Yes. And uh, we've got um, the bowling club. Uh -huh. We're turning right here. Okay. We've got the bowling club here just across the road. So we're going right. We're going right. Okay. So this is a narrowish road here. Narrowish road. Not room for cars parked and two cars to pass, but. Yeah, and uh, we've got a Cherish Tea Room on the right here. And is this our destination? It's our destination, so we'll just pull up here. Yep. My neighbour. Vintage Tea Room and Emporium. That sounds like my kind and of place. And with uh, bike racks <laughs> also. Oh, we can. So I think Louise is in today, the owner. We'll, uh, we'll certainly be able to uh, have a wee cup of tea and further chat with some other people. But yes. so Ian, that's taken us half, half an hour, but it didn't need to take us half an hour because no. we stopped and chatted on the way and you've given me a very good idea of the route uh, from Drem. But, you know, in, on a normal day, we could have easily done that in under 20 minutes. Yes, very easily. As it is. But with the bits on the road, I would be a little bit apprehensive about doing that well you saw that the, the <laughs> traffic today yeah. uh, at this time yeah that's a quiet part of the day and, and you saw uh, i think we had seven cars yeah. went past yeah. us one of at them speed. was a, a little irate but a little anyway. irate well you know i've had many near misses over the year uh -huh. um and a although i am perfectly entitled to cycle on the road just as uh, a person is driving a car I don't really want to cycle on the road. I want to be off-road on a segregated path that's safe, that allows me to chill out and relax and allows my family, my daughters to be with me and be yeah. safe. And it's a very simple... Um, simple ask, isn't it? A very simple ask. Okay, well, we'll see, uh, we'll see what some other people say now. Thank you for bringing me with, uh, from them, however. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk. And remember, you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website 
www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk Thank you.